0: I am Sarah Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we continue our series on relationship pairings with type 1 and type 9. Now I thought for a minute this would be the last of the type 1 episodes but then I remembered that we still need to do the type 1 and type 1 pairing. So That will be hitting the feed next week, and then we'll move on to type two. I do want to say really quickly for those who are listening to this all the way through and not just kind of one episode here and there, I want to be clear that if you're looking for type two and one together, that pairing, it has already happened in the type one series. And each type, as we go, will get shorter, as we move forward because the pairing will already be covered so sometimes this can be a little bit confusing but I just want to be upfront and say as we get into the types each type will get shorter because we'll have already covered that combination so if you're not seeing it kind of go back into the feed and look for where the smaller number in the pairing might be leading if that makes sense now if you are new here Whenever I answer these pairing questions, I go through it in three points, conflict styles and triggers, things you may be unknowingly doing, and how you want to influence each other. So let's jump right into conflict styles. So type ones are in the competency conflict style. They respond to conflict by being logical, putting their feelings aside. Looking for a reasonable solution here. (laughs) And their triggers, which can lead to conflict, are being criticized, another person's lack of follow through, which non collaborative changes to a plan, and another's lack of timeliness. Now, some of the things that nines can struggle with is prioritization and focus on where their energy needs to be going, which can create sometimes a lack of follow through or a lack of timeliness, not always. But that can arise, especially if they're feeling controlled. They may move really slowly. And that can be really tricky. So that's, that's one of the two of the major triggers for type 1. So just keep that in mind. Now, when type 1s are triggered or they're in conflict, they may cut themselves off from feeling to solve those problems logically. They may repress their feelings to get things quote unquote right. And they may emphasize being correct or sensible. And finding a solution. In conflict, I think it's helpful for type ones to ask themselves, how is not feeling perfect enough making me angry at myself and therefore frustrated with the other person? Now, type nine, they have a positive outlook in conflict, which means they tend to be quick to deny problems, stress, or conflict itself, and they respond to difficulty by putting a positive spin on negative experiences to cover and Mask painful emotions. Now, the triggers here for type nine are conflict itself. That's really scary for nines. Receiving too many demands, rude behavior, judgment of themselves or of others, feeling taken advantage of, and not feeling connected to the other person or even to other people in general. Maybe they have friends that they're feeling disconnected from. That can be really upsetting to the nine. Now, type nines may react by emphasizing the positive, avoiding seeing these problems in conflict, and prioritizing the needs of others over their own, even going as far as downplaying their needs as quote-unquote less important. Now, in conflict, nines can ask themselves, can I see the disruptions I create when I don't stand up for myself? Sometimes nines think that they're avoiding conflict or making less conflict if they just kind of put their needs aside, but actually that can often create more disruption, more frustration in the long run than just communicating up front. And this is going to be really important in this one nine comparing because both are really good at putting their needs aside for the common good. But there are some things here that you need to be careful of. Type ones, be careful of judgment and criticism. That's a major trigger point for nine and nine be careful of numbing out and shutting down because ones are looking for your effort that you're showing up that you're participating and that can be really frustrating for a one to, to watch or feel like it's not being taken care of like they have to stay on top of it for you. Things you may be unknowingly doing here this this is a pair that can really balance each other out for a common goal. So nines. Helping ones to be gentler on themselves and on others, and ones encouraging nines to take intentional steps toward what they want. But there are also going to be things that come up that you may not realize you're doing or that are not inviting closeness but are actually creating separation. So, type one again, that's your judgment of others is going to be like pretty top and center. Nines are very put off by judgmentalism. So if you can be mindful how you have how you speak about other people, how you think about other people, the nine is going to look for your ability to give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's take a quick break from talking about relationships to talking about ways that you could be supported. If you ever feel stuck, lonely, or discontent in your relationships, then I've got some really good news for you. I'm honored to be a main speaker at the upcoming virtual summit, the Enneagram Summit Love and Relationships. I'll be presenting alongside 20 renowned Enneagram experts, such as Susan Stabile, Steph Barron-Hall, Ashton Whitmore-Ober, Crystal Harden, Jackie Brewster, Christy Rowles and Nian Vyong. This is your chance to uncover Enneagram secrets that will take all of your relationships to the next level. The best part is you can join us from the comfort of your home or office on March 5th through 7th. If you join us, you'll discover how your personality shapes all your relationships, identify your partner's stress triggers, improve communication, and enhance emotional and sexual intimacy. You'll learn how to set healthy boundaries, navigate dating, heal from passion. past relationships, and gain parenting insights all through the lens of the Enneagram. You guys, there are so many good topics to choose from. You can RSVP and secure your virtual seat for the INEA Summit coming up soon on March 5th through 7th by clicking on the link in the show notes. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to join me and an amazing cast of speakers who want to be your guide in helping you take all of your relationships to the next level. The link is in the show notes. Don't miss out. Too. consider how your demands may react with the type 9's passive aggressive response. If you're being really demanding, the nine might shut down more. And so you're going to want to find a way to communicate what you want, what you need. That works for this pairing, that works for the two of you. Third is your constant irritation. If you're feeling, okay, I'm constantly frustrated, I'm constantly irritated, That's going to just enhance the nines pulling away or shutting down. They're going to avoid the situation, right? So be mindful of that. Work through your anger. Honor your resentment. Communicate it clearly instead of just kind of shoving it down and becoming more and more frustrated, and the way you speak and ask for what you need is going to be really important with the nine in your life. Be careful to not start giving digs or taking shots at them or criticizing them, especially in front of other people. That That's something that can really come up. So be mindful of that as well. Now, type nine, it's your job to be responsible for not numbing out and shutting down. Pay attention to what needs to be done. Pay attention to your partner's needs be proactive in participating in the relationship and in your common goals. Second, honor your anger. Don't let it come out as passive aggressive or don't let it be like a boiling sea of rage under the surface. Make sure you're dealing with your anger, addressing it directly, communicating your needs effectively so that there can be an open path of communication between the two of you because you both tend to hold anger, repress it, shut it down. Wish that it would go away. You both feel like anger is like not okay. It's bad to feel. And it just grows and grows and grows and it comes out either way. The best way to do this is to op- have an open path of communication where that anger is honored and respected and you're able to heal the, the relationship you have to anger. Third, taking, be mindful of taking the easier road because it can often be the more difficult road in this situation if you are like okay I'm just gonna like take it easy here that can actually lead to much more conflict much more difficulty later so try to handle things right away just deal with them as soon as you can and build that habit it's gonna really support this pairing and finally you know kind of harping on the anger thing a little bit you're gonna have to talk or there will be an undercurrent of anger that is palpable there. So be both of you be willing to have separate ways that you deal with your anger. But then again, communication is so, so important here. Now, you have really cool ways that you're going to be able to influence each other. Type ones, so you can learn from your nine to be more go with the flow, more amicable, kind of letting things fall off, like knowing when to let things go and to hold things tight. I've had a type one describe it to me as like, okay, I'm juggling a bunch of, of balls in the air. Some of those balls are glass and some of them are plastic, meaning they'll bounce back if they fall. And it's hard for me to suss out which ones are glass and which ones are plastic. Let the night in your life and it remind you that most balls are plastic. Like, it'll be okay. You'll be fine. You don't have to hold everything so tight. Also, let them influence you into non-judgment and giving people the benefit of the doubt and looking for the good in people. Nines are really amazing at that and that is an area in which ones often need to grow. Now type nine you can let the one influence you in proactivity and solving problems looking for things that could be fixed and be done and proactively doing them not waiting for it to be like way too late or way too frustrating kind of being on top of it, let them help you with self-trust. Ones have a sense of like, this is what's right. This is what's wrong. I know who I am. I know what I believe. Let them help you with that. Like you can own more of yourself, more of your purpose, which brings me to point three, let them influence you into purpose-driven living. Like, who am I? What do I want? What do I believe in? What am I passionate about? What do I want to fight for? What do I stand for and how do I live into that purpose? Now, at the end of the day, one in nine can be a pairing that is warm and hospitable, that knows how to work towards something great and much greater than themselves. But it can also turn into a pair that is steeped in unspoken resentments that fester and come out sideways. So be mindful most of honoring and communicating your resentments so that you can keep a healthy flow of communication going. I hope this was supportive. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you Monday for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.